I'm Doral Stevens. My uh, great-grandfather built the Bereven Hotel and had property around there. And that was, that was Janie Porter, Samuel Porter, who was, would have been David's great, uh, rather Anna's great-great-grandfather, great-grandfather, but uh, and mother was a porter. My mother, Stephanie, yes, she was a a real character, a real work, a good bo- worked, great cook, great gardener. No, it was, it was very basic, mostly mutton, because we were there weren't too many vehicles, weren't many vehicles about in those days. So it was just you just lived off the land. So well, it was all lamb or had when we had our own chooks and yes and did you have your own like vegetable garden made a huge vegetable garden orange trees and everything and uh, well you had to be nearly self-sufficient out there how far was Oaklands from town uh miles jen um bruben was a was a little the local That's 70. Uh, and 55 from Deniliquin. And, and there weren't any bitumen roads then. So she was the best driver, better than a father. We'd always go with her if it rained because she can tell you about how she used to have to drive her father. She didn't, she didn't get through all the dirt. You might be stuck on the road for a week. Still yes, well, quite often. A few happened to come in, uh, came into Deniliquin to do his shopping, and father was on the Windor and Shire then. It was Windor and Shire Council and the PP board, but he he had meetings every fortnight, so we'd normally come in. But if if it rained, well, if it really had a, was a lot of rain, you just didn't go anywhere. Yes. But if it rained while you were in town, you could be bogged a couple of times going home. Just put your foot down and can try and keep going because if you stopped, you didn't move again. <laughs> God, I hope you get there. <laughs> there'd be a few. There'd be a few. Uh, you know, circles round and skidding and. And so, did did you ever get bogged? Oh, yes. All the time. We could drive nearly before. Well, we were always on horses, but we could drive. And I used to, well, when I brought father into the meeting, when I got my licence, I dropped him off at the council chambers and then I drove to the police station and picked up my licence. Because <laughs> father knew the... The, uh, I think there are only about two or three policemen in Denny then. So tell me about all of the horse work. So you're a great rider, is that right? Oh, well, yes. Um, we... we could ride before we walked nearly. We were all... There was nothing else to... 
to do there. It was, you know, there was a, we weren't neighbours, there weren't neighbours or anyone, so you just made your own fun. Mm. And we all had our own horses and just went... My dad played games on the horses, hide and seek and everything. And granddad, my grandfather lived at Oaklands as well with mother and father. And he had this huge garden. And he'd always have us doing things in the garden. So we'd get on our horses as soon as we could and get away. So we'd... Just go, go away and stay away for the day. So we come home for lunch and then get while he was listening to his news, 12 o'clock or anything, when he was listening, we'd be off again then. We'd be gone when he came back. And, um... He used to, when we had the grasshopper plagues, and his garden, because he had all these beans and all lettuces, and we had a governess at that stage, and we'd get the day off school, and we all had branches, and we had to keep moving the grasshoppers away from the <laughs> away from the vegetable garden. So what? Just with like just with the swishing branches, you them, just yeah. Swishing. Were grasshoppers just everywhere in a grasshopper plague? Like, oh, yes, uh, swarming. Oh, really? And then they come and land and eat and go again. Oh, and were crops really destroyed during the... During oh, there would have been, yes. Yeah, yeah. But, they, no, they'd completely eat out of a uh, property and did if that, they're bad. And did that ever happen to um, Oakland? In your time? Oh, there were some bad plagues. Mm. It, uh, no, it, well, I mean, there was, it was never that bad that they completely cleaned it, but we had to keep them out away from his vegetable garden, that was all. wasn't a school at Breven in our day when we were all growing up. But then my Jenny and my three children, and there were 23, they opened the school again in, yes, Jen, Jen yep. went to the Breven, John and Tony, and they had 23. There were 23, I think, in the at the start. With all the courtesies, but half the time we had trouble with school teachers because a lot of them were brought from, or came from Sydney, straight out of teachers' college and never been in the bush and it was isolated and pretty wild. The few of the, the bush had never seen a school teacher or seen a school. <laughs> yeah, two had... Two had Nervous breakdowns. Did any of them stay and marry a local or anything like that? No. No, no. not one. No. There weren't too many youngies about, were there, Jen? There was just sort of 
well, when we were married and, and the families are on property, so mm. people are managing and the word, there wasn't a, a lot of, of uh, life, really. Mm. But they used to go to, he'd, they'd go to Hay or, or Denny or, she was an ex-nun. Didn't mind using the, the ruler fairly well. So we are quite often in trouble. But at, at one stage when we were there, I think it was after just after the war years, we had used to have a groom to milk the cows and because there were about 12 cows. And mother made the butter and everything. But uh, <clears throat> to the sister next to me, she, Steph and I used to milk. And then you'd have to separate and do all that before school. And then after school, it, it was the same thing and we all had our jobs. The school teacher, she was a bit, a bit of a novelty. Mm. But then I think one of the school teachers married one of the porters. But that was the, the three girls. There were three girls and then a bit of a, about 18 months and then my sister and myself and brother. So we were sort of split up a yeah, there's three. A bit. Three so they have. They always had governesses up until they went to then uh, to Sacred Coeur in in Melbourne. Mm -hmm. mm. And is that where you also went? Yes. 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 Went in nineteen forty. So what? When you were like ten or eleven? Ten. Yes. Yes. And did you find that? Like, I mean, it seems. Oh, it's a shocking. Like, it was. Yeah. It was a great and very strict, which you know, and we were we were you know never got away with anything. But our discipline wasn't it was the discipline there was just shocking. You couldn't talk or so. And did that they was, also enjoy the ruler. Big pardon. And did those nuns also enjoy imposing the ruler? Oh no, no, they no. didn't. No, they probably Hardly, they're a French order. Right. So, uh, no, it was it was during the war years. Mm -hmm. yeah, it must have been during because we'd go on, have to go on the train. There was a train then from Daniloquin to Bendigo. Mm -hmm. Have to change then <coughs> trains at Bendigo, but we had an air school training. Here during the war, mm, wow. and of course, all the the airmen would be coming to Denny or going going home or coming, and they were the first in. They'd get in through the window, so you'd end up having to sit on your suitcase out in the corridor half the time. <laughs> oh, really? To see? Yeah, well, yes, I'd be able to jump in through the window. <laughs> 
I mean, had you been to Melbourne a lot before? Like, no, well, we never farm? went any. No. Our, it was only, <clears throat> only the Hay and an Eloquent show and Christmas time. Might have been the only times we went to town. Yes, I had all well, those. The Christmas tree we always had at Christmas. They had a, oh, they had a few dances. Yeah. Saturday night, and they uh, perhaps they ran a few charity things. We later years we had ran Jim Carners. The the where tennis everyone had a tennis court, so it was oh well I think mother's sister lived. She was a porter, lived at Ramsey, which was not far from the Bourbon, from Bourbon, and they'd come of a Saturday, and the Robinsons from West Marabogie, and oh, there'd be quite a lot of people come and play tennis. Brought you back to Oakland. Like, what happened after school? How did you meet your husband? Did you work after school? Did you go back to Bourbon straight away? I went straight away, went back. To Bereaven. Yes. How come? Because it was, uh, well, I think that's when I started helping helping on the uh, property with the mustering and. How come you were brought back to do mustering? What, was that common for a girl? on the land to do that, to be brought back, or was it because of the war? Or? Oh, well, I think during the war years, there were, there were a lot of their, their stockmen, our two stockmen left, mm. and we had a groom. He, he wasn't there anymore. Mm. And I think it was just a, a way of life. You went home and then Irene, well, the eldest sister, she married and Carmel, the, the one next to her, she worked in Melbourne. She never came home. Mm. And Pat worked in the bank. So she was here in Denny and then went to Portland and then she married. But uh, no, it was just, I think you just came home or mm. in those unless you really wanted to work in town and came oh, back. And then I was there till, well, I met until I was married. Bill Stevens. Bill Stevens, right. Where, where did you meet Bill? I met. Bill in Madonga. Pat was, uh, she married the, the third daughter, sister. She married a guy from from uh, Madonga. Oh, well, he was working in Madonga then. He was an agent, yeah. and Station agent. And he was, Bill was one of, he was best man at, at uh, Kevin and Pat's wedding. And I was bridesmaid, and that's when I met ah. Bill. Yes, so then we went, when we were married eventually in 1920, a uh, 56. Mm. I lived in Madonga for 
not only about six or eight months. And then my brother was on the property with father, mother and father. And he had to, he had another uh, property up at Hilston, so he had to go there. And I came back, Bill and we came back then to Oaklands. Right, so that's how you ended up back And, on and that's how, and we were there till 1982. And was Bill also a farmer? Like, like, did Bill come from a farming background? Well, they had a bit of land, but he was they were he was in the cordial business. Oh, really? Oh. A but he did, man. but he didn't drink much of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so he came back and 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 that's where we were. Then we had the the family and. They had had school, of course. What is mustering? Well, to start off, you've got paddocks and X amount of sheep in each paddock, and they might be the the ewes and all the different. They're all all drafted up into different mobs, and to muster. You had to, you went into the paddock and you went all round and put them all together and then drove them to wherever mm. to the shearing shed or wherever they were going. So where did they go? Like when when you were mustering in your or throughout your career, like would you muster people? Ju- like how long how long did musters go for when you were mustering? Well, you'd go all day. Mm. You'd leave it up us in the in the hot weather. Well, you might start it in the dark to go to ride to wherever you are mustering. You might have to ride mm. seven or eight miles to to muster a p- mm. particular paddock, and then. And why do you muster? Like, what's the point? Well, they've got to be either shorn the sheep. And when they when they have their lambs, they have to be ma- lamb marked, and tagged, and whatever tails cut off, which they were trying to stop all that now. But uh, there's always there was always something crutching. Mm. Mm. So you've always got to got to get them back into the. Yes, there's always something to do. Mm. You just didn't, yes, you didn't miss any. So you made sure that you, mm. even if there was a lot of timber in it, that you, so, yes, and, and well, they, then they've got to be dipped and shorn. Mm. And uh, there's always something to be, and then they're sold. They have their, when they're older, they get older, they're sold, or mm. you sell, sell the lambs so what for mutton, for... Mother was a great one to move the stock around if a paddock was getting eaten out. So you muster again and shift them to another paddock? Mm. Yes, you didn't leave. They weren't always in that same paddock. And did you always muster on horseback or did that change? Well, it did for years and years. I would have been one of the last ones on a horse and then I ended up with a motorbike. And did you prefer the motorbike or 
not? Well, I liked the. Well, it saved a lot more trouble. You just walked out and got on, started it, and away you went. Whereas with a horse, they had to be. You had quite a few horses, and they had to be run in and then caught and saddled. And mm. It all took time. Mm. I mean, it might take you half an hour to get away when you got up to get away. Mm. Whereas with a. So with was the, Oakland mostly sheep? Like, is it all sheep? Yes, yes. A few in the good, really good years, though we ran a few cattle. Oh, yes. Well, that was, we had a, a block. Oakland's was was Reuben going down towards where the porters are uh, between Moolamine and on that the road, the Moolamine Road and then we had to go up to Reuben and Parrigan Park was the name of the place it was nine miles from Reuben so I used to ride, have to ride if you were mustering ride up there, muster four paddocks and then bring the, put the sheep in a lane way and bring them, drove them down the next day. Mm. It was 18 miles you rode out before you, with the poor old dogs had to run. Yes, no, no one seemed to worry about coming to see if there were any sheep about or whether you were, They're all too busy. Too capable. Too capable. That's what it was. <laughs> so no one came to check on you. They just, no, no. They just left you to do it alone uh, yeah. in the middle of the universe, <laughs> essentially. Yes, that's right. <laughs> so you were highly competent. Yeah, highly very, competent. very competent. Well, you had to be just careful, too. Like all men, or most of them, they didn't. When once a vehicle came into view, it was used more than a yeah. horse was the last resort. So, who essentially ran the property? You and Bill together, or you? Yes, uh, well, Bill and but the he did he, the. Other things to do as well as sheep work, like mm. rabbiting and fencing. Yes. And there were a lot of wind of boars, so they had to be checked every. Mm. Well, in the summer, really, they had to be checked each day to just make sure they were still working. Mm. Mm. So when you, so I suppose, was mustering your main kind of. Yes, well, well, I did the most of most of the mustering. Mm. Mm. And so, did you also do most of the? Um, so, at this same time, you were also a mother. Is that right? You'd become like yes, yes, yes. obviously. So you, you would muster and also do everything at home, like raise the children and bake and. Send yeah, well, come home and put a leg of mutton on. Yep. In the cheering time, while you were. In the, we had a rabu, and so we had a slower oven, put that on. And then 
off you go again and perhaps take sheep away if it after they knocked off or else leave them till the morning but come home and cook and then we had a lot of fowls yeah. and I had eight or nine dogs, plenty of, they all had to be fed and when of course the men got home they all had to be fed too. Yes. Just had their showers and had a drink and had their showers and they didn't worry too much. Then you had to wash up, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't have a dishwasher in those days. <laughs> yes, father died in 1964, which wasn't long. Mm. After, well, we were married in 56, came back in the end of, oh, we were 57. Mm. And then mother was, she was 75, so she was with, in between times, in the end, she used to go to Hay and stay. If I, I couldn't leave her on her own all the time. Yes. She was a bit... Uh, of a risk to leave on her own, so she'd go to Hay if we were really busy. Mm. She'd go up to the daughter in Hay or mm. go to Melbourne where Pat was. And did, and did your mum really help you with the kids on the farm? Oh, yes, she did. Yeah, is that something yeah, that we always had? Then? We always had um, baked afternoon tea, you know, Anzacs or scones or something. There was always something yummy to have when you got home from school. Mm. Mm. And how did you get to school? Like, did you ride a bike or a horse? No, or? we mum used to drive. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'd take them at, drop them off at school, and then come home and perhaps go out and muster, and then come home at three o'clock and pick them up, and then go out again, and then come. Home. <laughs> so it was a, it was a busy time if you were, if you were mustering. But see, when Mother was there, well, she, she did most of the cooking. And what do you remember about shearing time? Like, did lots of shearers come and were you then in charge? Like, did you guys have a, a, um, a cook who came? With oh, yes, or... so they came with the, with the shearers. They were totally different. It was nine miles from, from the main homestead. But they had, oh, there might have been, there might be, I think there were five shearers. And then rouseabout classes. It'd be about 14, I suppose, in a team. And, uh, yes, they had, of course, had a cook. And they camped. Right, so they didn't have much to do with you. No, you didn't see them. Only, Only when you... Up, clean, just cleaned the quarters for them and yeah. had a couple of days cleaning, probably wouldn't be dolly over. Yes, well, especially if it had been dusty and sandy, be a lot of sand about. But uh, and then they had like a cover. They had the the mattresses and the pillows, the pillowcases and mattresses, and put those on the sweep, make the, that up for their beds and. So when they finished, they all had to be washed.
we had lots of friends, but they were all the properties could have been twenty k's away or thirty k's away. So I mean, you didn't see them; you only saw them when you took in fleeting of a morning. Everyone was in too much of a hurry to get home again, and in the afternoons, of course, the kids they could the they couldn't get home quick enough, so they didn't want to be hanging round Bruben waiting. And were you involved in the Bruben PNC or the public school? Like in yes, I was. Oh, well, we, I was secretary or or president. We all had our turns of of uh, being president. And then the and the Jim Carmer Club, yes. Well, Jen, Jen was. Uh, they all used to ride. Had their ponies, and and uh, then one day, uh, nearly died. We used to have a cup. Father had racehorses. And retired racehorses. There were a few about. And. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, she went in the bra in the. Anyway, she's on this great big racehorse. I looked up, and she's in the race. But no, they had all different novelty events, and people would come from. Well, Homebush. I used to come from Homebush. Oh really? And not not in Sydney. Not in Sydney. Yes, and between Bell Ranald coming back and Ivan Ivanhoe, isn't it? Yes, it's on the yeah, Ivanhoe Road. Road. But it's thirty k's out of But there was only a I think there was only a hotel and a few. But mother would be getting phone calls at five o'clock in the morning about. If it looked like raining, mm-hmm. but then you'd have to. Do about ten or twelve loaves of bread into sandwiches, and have them ready because see some of them would leave at five o'clock in the morning to get there by nine and with the horses. And first thing they wanted then was a cup of tea, and they had a barbecue. But they had oh, I used to make about eight dozen lamingtons. And they'd have lamingtons and cake, cups of tea, sandwiches. Yes, there was always, well, with like anything before you organised it, was getting everyone together and the working bees. There was a lot of work getting it organised. Oh, yes, they had, well, they used to have quite a few cricket matches. At Bruben, it was. They had a, a recreation. Uh, an oval there that they owned the cricket club owned that, and see all the porters they were all fairly all good cricketers. Mm-hmm. Even mother was a porter, so they were all keen. So oh, they'd play hay or longanella or canago, pretty pine. Yeah, so then that was also was. You had to cater for two. 
so we do the lunch usually cold meats and salads and things at the did it at the hotel up in the dining room and so that would fill in most of the summer weekends anyway oh it would my goodness and then you'd have the gymkhana and was that just once a year yes yes yeah right okay um and see the school sports you had wanduk Canago, Wanganella, and this. Well, that's right, they had then they had a couple of the small schools. Yeah, oh, yes, every weekend. Well, Weekend, I had to do all the housework, do my housework, and I had a fancy garden, big, there was a big garden there, and lawns, and oh, he'd do the bill and do the lawns. Did he do the lawns, the edges with the shears? No, no, I had to do that. <laughs> with the hand shears, the shears. Yeah, the hand shears. Yes. Of shears that you used to shear the sheep with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hand shears. Yeah. Yeah, so there weren't any... There were a lot of edges. That would have taken a really long well, time. Well, it did, and then they had sort of bricks, wasn't it? The way they had the bricks, so you had to go up and down. Oh, and yes. No, no, we didn't. Well, we didn't have a vehicle. I think you only had the one vehicle when we were. Well, we had no a Chrysler car, but didn't that only go every so often? <laughs> so wherever we went, we went in the back of the of a Ute. Yeah. When we were all growing up. Yeah. But no, there wasn't anything really for children, was there? Well, of course, to take us out, we'd go out, stun a few, fire a few shots above a few rabbits' heads, and let all the kids out, and we'd go chasing them in the lights. <laughs> Tell us about that. Oh, we used to go them. fox hunting when we were. There's. Uh, Oh, a few from on the properties round of a Sunday. That was a uh, during the winter because fox skins were, were worth a lot of money those in those days. So we'd have we had our own greyhounds. Every place had greyhounds and and dogs, the sheep dogs, and there might be eight or ten of us. And mother would bring our lunch and afternoon tea and we'd there were a lot of big cane grass swamps which we the foxes used to usually found a few in there but sometimes we'd get three or four and We'd get these awful blackout dust storms. It'd be like the middle of the night in the, in the day. And you couldn't walk outside. You had to feel yourself, you know, to where you were going. So you just stayed inside. And then you'd, you'd get shovelfuls of sand out. It was on a sand hill, Oakland. So there was plenty of sand about. But they were... Oh, no, you couldn't breathe hardly. 
and a few round, I mean, you know, caught out in the paddock and riding home, you just let the, the horse go and ride along until you found the gate that you couldn't see a road or anything. And I think it will be head. Well, it was quite often you'd get about ten years and then there'd be a, a dry, but not a real bad drought. I think the 40 and the 39.40 was one of the worst. Because father used to, uh, I think all the sheep went away, they went up north. Oh, really? Tracked them over up to Colorina Bray and up in that area. And, they, and then they'd bring them, bring them back when it rained. And were there any droughts when you were on there as an adult, like in the 60s or the 70s? I, I don't know. Oh, well, it's always a bit, wasn't it, Jan? It was always a bit... Uh... Oh, so it was always... Dry. It, dry. I mean, it was... Years of when I, I remember when I first left school when I was about nineteen, that were the they were the best years that I could ever remember where there was there's just lush. But they were few and far between. And then we had well we got one of the best things that happened while well, I was at Oak, Oakland's father was well, he always tried to, my father, was to get the bitumen road, he was on the shires, to get the bitumen road through to Hay and lights. Ah. And also, the, we got water from the Collie Amberley runoff drainage. So that was... That was uh, we were able to have a bit of irrigation, and so that uh, that was the water was one of the main things. Mm. So that yes, that that was one of the highlights, I'd say. Mm. And then we had a, well, with the power we had just an engine, just a, a an engine that that ran on batteries. That you couldn't put a light out. The lights had to be all out at nine o'clock at night. So the batteries wouldn't get flat, and then we ended up with a two forty volt plant. So when you couldn't put it started up automatically when you put a light on. So if you put a light on in the middle of the night, you've got the engine banging away and everything. So you didn't do that. <laughs> But yes, power and things like that. There weren't any. They were just uh, uh, wood, uh, wood. The wood stove with the old irons. You didn't have. We didn't have any electric. There was nothing electric then. And when? So what was that? Your whole childhood, there was nothing electric. So like, when did you get more electric stuff? Like. After boarding school, like yes, yes. After, like not well until then. No, not 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 much. We had our own. We were able then to get the thirty-two volt. Yes. The different things, but it was pretty basic. Had the vac a vacuum cleaner and 
Pepsi washing machine. Because when we, there was there was sixteen, I think. At at one stage. On Oakland's, yeah, right. sixteen people. There would have been the. There was the well, the family, the five of us, mother and father and granddad Simons, and then there was a cook and a housemaid, a groom, and three other men. So they, not that we did the washing for them or anything, but that was, we had the cook in the house, but they had to have a cook because yes. they had their meals at breakfast at 7 o'clock, a cooked breakfast. Goodness. Their chops and eggs had to be cooked. And then it was just a wood stove, so they had to be up and light the... the wood stove. Yeah, the wood stove and get it hot enough to boil the... Boil the kettle and get everything going. So I suppose they wrap it as well. Fireplaces in every room, nearly at Oakland, and that was a full-time job. Not that I ever had to do that. Was no. the cutting the wood? Oh yes, yes. I had to. They were white, done with whitewash, the fireplaces. Each time you cleared the ashes away and set them the next, set the fire for the next night, you had to paint all this, this whitewash. And then there'd be whitewash everywhere, wouldn't it, half the time? <laughs> oh, it was like when we were, well, that's another thing we had to do when we were a lot younger. Granddad Simon's would have a sound. Picking up the getting the wood for the copper, because it it was a copper, yes. and everything had to be boiled. Like all the sheets, they were boiled, boiled up, and and then rinsed twice. Starch made starch, and you can imagine the wash that would be. I mean, and it was all hand washing. Then all the other. To say nothing of the clothes, but just the linen. Yes. And was that the job of the housemaid mostly, or no? Nah. No. Well, mother used to do a lot. I think the housemaid did help. They all sort of helped a bit with the, because we had a mangle. A what? A mangle, which had two big wooden wheels that you put the clothes through, turn the. Turned it and the sheets were done, but you couldn't have to, you had to iron all the other. And that was with the metal iron that yeah. warmed up. Yes, on the top, on the of, the top of the stove. Yeah, I've seen that. Had to make sure that you they were clean properly because of something had boiled over on the stove and it wasn't, you might have a, a white tablecloth nearly finished and changed the iron and you've got a big black spot on, so it had to go out again. And when did that all change? Like when you were the mistress of Oakland's back, like after you came back there in... Oh, no, it was well and truly we all had. It wasn't as antiquated then. Wood stove, though? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a... Well, it was a Rayburn, which... Yes. A slow combustion one, which you put the wood in and... Yes. Yeah, so and we had know. the hot water service through it. Yes, yeah, the Rayburn, yes, because it was good in the winter too. It kept the 
the place that was warm when you stoke a tapadata that would be all going yes. ready to cook everything. It'd be hot when you got up in the mornings. And also it had two ovens, one a hotter oven and then the other one, that's what I used to come home if we were having a roast because I usually had a, somebody class or somebody else going. So I'd have to have a, a roast or a I put something in the slow oven and it it wouldn't burn. It'd yeah. be just about done, really, to put your veggies on when you got home. I think a washing machine. I'd say washing machine, most definitely. Yes, the washing machine, and and then the vacuum cleaner, mm. perhaps. Mm. Mm. Doll, you'll be pleased to know that about ninety five percent of women say. Oh, the washing machine. Yes, yes. <laughs> Everything else normally But all that washing. Yes, well, it, and my father was a very big man. And honestly, you know, you'd do his shirts and hand washing and, well, they were white shirts, his good shirts. But it took you hours to iron a shirt, even <laughs> the trousers and everything. There in Garubin on Oaklands, did you feel isolated? Never had time, really. Okay, you so were you, you were too busy. There was always something that that had to be done, mm. Mm. and you were you know you you just didn't didn't think. Did you ever get up to Mel uh, over to Melbourne or up to Sydney for like a trip or a holiday or anything? Well, we did. We went to the beach, didn't we? Over to Austin, here in Sydney, for the holidays. Mm. When the, but I didn't. When I was at home, we didn't go anywhere. Were you amazing, or was every woman in your community doing this? I don't know. A lot of the women weren't doing the stock work that Dolly was. Dolly done. She sort of. No, well, that's right. There was very few. I was. Possibly yeah. the only one doing the stock work. If, if a neighbour was coming along, <laughs> she would dive out of sight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so some of the stock work you did was not what, what women, women should yeah. be doing. No, no. Well, well, see, there was only there was no one else to do it yeah, half the time. When in dry times when you had mouths to feed, you don't have. I'm talking about um, butchering a sheep. Um, yeah, a lot of women didn't. A lot of women didn't get out. There was a, a few that helped. Auntie Irene used to get out. Yes, she did. She used to get out and help. And Mary, like like Mary McCrabbe and the and they they were the Auntie Joan used to to a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a few ladies got out, but a lot a lot didn't. No, I don't know why that that. Uh, I will see a lot of quite a lot of. Some of the places round where, round Bruben were bought by big companies and had managers on, so they didn't do anything. Seemed to be it had to be there were jobs to be done, and that's. I think, not so, the grandfather. He, he hated to see anyone sitting down. <laughs> Everyone had to be doing something, so he made things up, and I think possibly that's. <laughs> Yeah. Used to make you work on the vegetable garden yes. and you'd go away yeah. all day. <laughs>
he didn't know his wife was Irish as Irish as Irish and she lived in Denny. He'd only be in there five minutes and he'd be gone again. <laughs> so he's... Jen said something interesting, like sometimes you do jobs and then when the neighbours might pop in, which I know they didn't do often, yeah. you, you, you would not be doing that job. And is that oh, because no, you thought no. you don't want them to see you? Oh, well, no, but there was only one neighbour <laughs> yeah. that you didn't. He was very prim and proper and <laughs> he was great. They were great, but you just didn't do it. Just went inside and put the apron on. <laughs> yes. He probably knew. He probably oh, like, he, well, he did. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, well, we'll just pop in unexpected so uh, we can accept Doll's Day. <laughs> so that and was, we didn't have too many visitors. No. So, I mean, did people pop in unexpectedly? Not really. They usually rang if they were coming from Denelican or... Hey, they usually rang anyway to say, did you want bread or mm. want want anything brought out? Mm. Mm. So they, you, you didn't get, you didn't get very many. Work. And we had a mail, well, he had mail two days a week. Yeah. So that was a bit of a thing, the mailman coming. Yes, yeah, so quite a social event. Yes. So did he used to bring the news and the gossip? Well, no, they didn't have time, really. they just drop it off and gone. There was no... It used to be done with a horse and, and sulky. But then when, the, the of course, the cars came, they the odd one would have their cup of tea on the way back, and they'd have about 60 k's to... To deliver them, there could be nineteen or twenty gates. I mean, there weren't any ramps, or so they'd be out, and they were all wire gates, some of them up and down, and and yes, on a party line. I think there were about eight or ten on our party line, and half the time they'd listen in because you'd hear. You could be on the phone, you could hear the chooks cackling or, you know, if they'd laid down, they would father up. He used to have a bet on the Saturday he'd ring Melbourne and he said he's bookmaker and just see what horse was what. And they had an old guy staying that he was just looking after. There was only a bit of a hut there. There wasn't a house anyway. This night the father's talking to someone... And he said oh, something about this horse, but I, I, I think it might be scratched, which meant it wasn't running. And, and Fred piped up and he said, no, Alex, it's running. He said, I just turned. And no one see, we had the exchange was at Bruben. <laughs> yeah. And that was uh, the, the people that had the hotel used to run the post office there. The post office was in up at the end of the hotel and... That used to the party line. It was you couldn't ring before nine o'clock in the morning, nine till one, and then it was closed from one till two, and it was off again at nine o'clock that night. So you couldn't if everyone got on the line, had a long chat. Well, you couldn't get a phone call, could you? That's the only thing. That's right. But if you if you'd had bad weather in there, there was always some. Somebody's phone wasn't it was wasn't working. You'd have to go and check the line. Mm. Mm. 
to see with having a bird might have that was a good uh, yes having the phone otherwise well you never used it now when we were children you wouldn't unless it was an emergency no one rang anywhere rang really no, you no. didn't just ring up and have a chat on the phone no, no. no that that would have been really really gone by the wayside <laughs> to do, like when you had a bit of downtime, doll, because you seem to have had so much, what were your hobbies? Gardening. Yes, yes so loved the garden, and Jen still, she's a good gardener. Mother loved gardening, and see, I think I think it all came in that we, and we had big gardens, so there wasn't much, much else, really. So were you sad? Oh yes, worst part, part was having to to leave my dogs and everything, and of course it didn't worry my husband because he played golf all the time, didn't he? <laughs> so it was sad to actually have to leave. Open. Oh yes, yes, I loved the land. Yeah. 